GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Please, we can kill it. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble gum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and I'm joined by Hovercraft Joe. I like how you say this week's episode. Yeah. It's, it's been a hot minute. It has it's, been a hot minute. It's uh, been such a hot minute, I couldn't even think of something insulting to say to you to open the show. We got to ease into this thing, man. It's been such a hot minute that there were whispers on the Discord that we had finally uh, stopped making the show. Uh-huh. Um, which I, I, is understandable because I feel sure. like going into our hiatus, like every episode ended us with us musing about the end of the show. That was and true. When it was, was going to be, true. but you know what? We got two seventy is minimum, guys. Oh yeah, like, relax. Don't worry. Relax, is guys. Keep your, you know, don't get your panties in a twist. Last Action yeah. Podcast fans, we're going to get to two seventy at least. Well, yes, and, and we and we're coming out of the hiatus. In uh, we're kind of, I would say, turning away from theme months. We had a lot of fun with theme months. Don't get me sure. wrong, and they were great for planning. But I feel like we ended up watching a lot of movies that we didn't necessarily want to watch, yeah, just because they fit the theme. So uh, LBJ has pointed out that for the rest of the year, we're going with the theme of movies we want to watch. Yep, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Shit, we want to cover month. <laughs> so we are starting uh, with a uh, a movie. Kind of surprised. Uh, surprised it took us so long to get to the original. Surprised it took us so long to get to tonight's, today's, whenever you're listening to the movie. Expendable, The Expendables 2, uh, which is released on August 15th, 2012. Uh, LPJ, what is your memory history? What, what do you think about this movie? It's so weird. Like, I don't, I don't know if I saw this in the theaters or not. I don't think I did. I think this is one that I saw on like HBO or something. I do not remember seeing it in the theaters. And the reason why I don't think I saw it in the theaters is because I remember being distracted while I was watching it and like Mm -hmm. not really remembering anything about this movie. Like I didn't remember anything about it other than the fact that Jean-Claude Van Damme was in it as the bad guy. And I remember the dialogue being pretty terrible. Um, were you distracted because every time he was on screen, you were just swooning? No, no. Also, it's confusing because his name is like Villain in this movie, but right. I just thought, I kept thinking they were just saying villain. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I I definitely remember seeing this in the theaters. Um, I mean, maybe probably I with, did. Probably with Tush, uh, which by the way, Tush was 100% supposed to be on this episode, but um, for those of you who are local... We had, you know, some storms this week, and he was still without power, so he was uh, yeah. unable to join us. So um, it's a rough week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I remember seeing this in theaters. Uh, I've seen it a couple of times since. Um, it, it had been a minute since I watched it, since I sat down, and I ended up um, I ended up buying it uh, because it somehow wasn't on anything I could stream for free. Yeah, it was weird. And, and it and – it, 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 that rule, the rule I have with the show is like it was three ninety nine to rent or it was five ninety nine to buy. Yep. So I just bought it, um, which is odd because now I feel like I own the second and the third one, but not the first one. And yeah. Uh, but anyways, and and I Dave always said that they go in depreciating value, uh, the movies uh, Tush did. Uh, but I kind of always thought that I liked this one more than the first one. Yeah. Um, but to be continued on that, I don't want to give too much away sure. until we, so yep. we get into it, but, Agreed. um, let's talk about some of the numbers for this movie. Uh, it has a budget of a hundred million dollars, um, a domestic gross of 85, uh, but then it goes on for a worldwide gross of $314 million. So it makes a ton of money more overseas than it does here domestically, which I guess maybe kind of drags, but maybe not to me. I don't know. No, I mean, it does because a lot of these action films that are, I'm not going to say lower budget because this obviously was not, but this isn't exactly a tentpole film for any studio. <laughs> I feel like the budget for a lot of this is just paying the 200 people. By exactly. the way, guys, 
Welcome back to the Last Action Podcast. Half of this week's episode is going to be net worse. Oh, easily. <laughs> easily. Um, but a lot of these movies get financed um, from Chinese companies so that they can have uh, better distribution rights in China, which is how they end up making so much more money. So that's what a lot of this is. Like you even see movies, uh, movie stars go and make films that are just for China and end up making an incredible amount of money for it. I think, what is the, did Schwarzenegger do one with um, Jackie Chan, some ridiculous... Yeah, I think we talked about covering it. I think we did talk about covering it, too. Um, Or also, they just film large chunks of movie. Like, I feel like there's that one Michael Bay Transformers movie where there's, like, the whole sequence at the end of it is in China. Yeah. Or something for, like, no apparent reason. Right, right. Um, But um, there's also, like, that great... um, I think it's, like, a... uh, It wasn't in the American version, but in, like, Iron Man 3, where there's, like, a whole scene where they're, like... He's in like a Chinese hospital and they're yeah. performing like the surgery to like remove the thing from his chest. Yep. So, um, but anyways, um, so, okay. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes on this is uh, 67%, which I'm not going to lie. I was kind of surprised that it was 67%. Uh, not, not just because it's way higher than the 9% that Beverly Hills Cop 3 got, uh, but also because, I don't know, that I, w- I expected that this would be below 50%, but... Yeah, this one surprisingly rated pretty well. Uh, and then the and then the audience score is also sixty seven percent. So very sure. rarely do they line exactly up, but they do uh, for this movie. Um, top grossing movies of two thousand twelve. Uh, number one is a movie we have covered on this very podcast, which I actually. In my mind, I knew we covered it, but I had to remember uh, the Avengers, the first Marvel yep. Avengers movie. We covered that a long time ago, too. It, it was a long time ago. Um, uh, and then this movie, The Expendables 2, came in 36 in the domestic box office. Oh, wait. I got confused. We Number one is The Avengers. Number two is The Dark Knight Rises. Which we covered. Number three. We never done The Dark Knight Rises. We've Did done we? the first. Oh, no. the first two. Yes. We, we've done... A majority of the live action Batman movies, uh, but that is one we haven't done. Um, so, the, and number three is The Hunger Games, which is actually surprisingly a movie that we will cover at some point because we talked about it. Yeah, and, and you know we, why we're going to cover it? Because the new theme is cover whatever the fuck we want month. That's right. Uh, and, okay. So, anyway, so those are the top three. This movie, uh, is, The Expendables 2, came in 36. Uh, we've only actually covered two other movies. Uh, in 2012, number 55, the Colin Farrell Total Recall remake, which I was just talking to you about off mic. Yeah, and- weirdly enough, I was talking to somebody on um, Instagram about it too. Becky, if you're out there uh, listening, which I assume you are, thanks for bringing it up. It's weird that you brought it up at the same time that Joe brought it up. So thanks. It's, it's coming up a lot. And then uh, we also covered covered number 85. Uh, one of my uh, favorites for how dumb it is, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. The movie so. is so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. That, Who picked that? I, that was you. Well, we were trying. I think it was in it was October, so we were yeah, trying to do like movies, uh, that yeah. one. Will full that one? I will always remember long after the podcast is done for the caption I wrote on Instagram where I was like, this week we cover the most historical, accurate movie we've ever done. I was like, no, just kidding. A vampire throws a horse at him, which is something that actually happens in a movie. A vampire picks up a horse and throws it at Abraham Lincoln. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. That movie. Um, Okay, so in this movie is two million people. uh, Sylvester Stallone, Liam Hensworth, Randy Couture, uh, LBJ's boy Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, Jason Statham, Jet Li, Dolph Lundgren, Bruce Willis, Chuck Norris, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terry Crews, uh, straight-to-video action superstar Scott Adkins. Which actually spawned this month, quote-unquote, theme. Yes, (laughs) but we're doing it in reverse order because I wanted to do next week's movie and then we we did this movie. Um, and uh, the only other person, I guess, Charisma Carpenter, who has a tiny part in this one, and she's obviously in the first one. So. Yep. Um, but are you ready to? Uh, Boy, this is going to be some... something because these are going to be all over the place because I have no idea what some of these people are making. But all right, let's let's just plow through it. 
We'll see how it goes. All right. Let's start first with the aforementioned Scott Atkins. He's got that sweet, sweet accident man money. What do you think for Scott Atkins? Uh, let's see. He's got that sweet. What sweet... was any other Scott Atkins movie we did on the podcast? Triple Threat. Triple Threat, yeah. He's got Triple Threat. He's got the sweet, sweet, uh, awesome, honestly, awesome character in John Wick 4. That's true. The, the big fat guy, which I had no idea until I yeah. saw like behind the scenes. He's wearing the big fat suit. It was pretty yeah. cool. He's good in it. Anyway, uh, speak with a Russian accent in this movie, too. Yeah. Interestingly. Uh, relatively convincing, too. Anyway, Scott Adkins, I'm going to go. We got a lot to get through. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Five million. Mm, two million for Scott Adkins. Well, I thought straight to video is not what it used to be on. <laughs> uh, next up, Terry Crews. He's got that sweet, sweet Brooklyn Nine-Nine money. What do you think for Terry Crews? Oh, he's got that sweet, sweet Old Spice commercials money. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go $7 million. $25 million. Wow, hey, good Cruz. for Terry Crews. Yeah, he's got all that oh, uh, America's Got Talent money. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was on that. They probably paid him uh, a ton for that. Yeah. Next up, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who we may have done a few times on this. He's sure? got that. He's got that sweet, sweet coming soon in October to this podcast. End of days money. Yes. You, Speaking of movies, we just want to do. Wait. Oh, you know what? Um, we need to have so on for that. Let's not forget though. Um, we're getting away with themes, but I still want to do the one where we do. Uh, we talked about. We talked about on the air. Uh, depressing eighties kids. <laughs> Yeah, we kind of got to do that. We still got to do that. But anyways, so and he's got that sweet, sweet end of days money. What do you think for someone who we've done so many times on the podcast? God, he's got that sweet, sweet. um, Oh, (laughs) what's that movie? Uh, uh, Killing Wolfgang or whatever the fuck it's called. I can't think of it now. (laughs) He's in this like indie movie that they wrote. doesn't matter. The point is he's got a shit ton of money. I'm going to go 500 million. Uh, close, four hundred and fifty million. Have you watched his show on Netflix at all? That no, uh, I haven't. I haven't. Hey, if anybody's watched it, uh, hit us up in the Discord. Killing which, by Gunther. The way, Killing Gunther. That's what it is. Which, by the way, Discord. I'm pretty upset. I posted like last night. Uh, hey, is anyone watching this Twisted Metal show on Peacock? No responses. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I was I was a little busy not having power. I yeah. will be watching it. I'm very excited for it. I'm just getting caught up. Since, you know, not having power yeah, yeah. for... I've, I've watched the first two episodes, and so far, I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, okay, next up, uh, Bruce we? Willis. Okay. We got a lot We got a lot more. We barely got into it. Uh, next up, Bruce Willis. Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet looper money. What do you think for Bruce Willis? Oh, he's got that sweet, sweet moonlighting money. Uh, I'm going to go... See that? Brought up his comedy TV roots. Uh, moonlighting, guys. Look it up. Uh, I'll go $300 million. 250 million, very okay. close. Uh, next up, Chuck Norris. He's got that sweet, sweet invasion USA. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of the podcast ever. Uh, Money, what do you think uh, for Chuck Norris? He's got that sweet, sweet told Haley Joel Osment he's got AIDS money. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know, but I don't want to get into it now. So just keep going. <laughs> it's an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger. It's a great clip. It's Haley Joel oh. Osment, and he just goes, Walker told me I have AIDS. <laughs> it's look it up it's fantastic right. uh chuck norris i'm gonna go 25 million 70 million stop low okay. ball and yeah, i don't uh, know i don't know how much you got paid for walker so this is our third chuck it's surprisingly only our third chuck norris no fourth I, fourth I forgot about that one we did firewalk or firewalk, remember that yeah one? that movie was something we've done this podcast so long um okay uh, next up, Dolph, Lung- Dolph Lundgren. He's got that sweet, sweet kindergarten cop two money. Ooh. What do you think for Dolph Lundgren? He's got that sweet, sweet uh, Universal Soldier, the return money. Was he in the return? Was he in uh, Reborn, whatever it was? One of them, one of the sequels. He was dead and he came back. It's a thing. Anyway, Dolph Lundgren, I'm going to go $30 million. Uh, $18 million okay. for Dolph Lundgren. Uh, next up, Jet Li, who I'm not sure why he did because he's in this movie for like five minutes. But Jet Li, he's got that sweet, sweet, uh, the one past episode of the podcast where he says, I am Eula, I am no one's bitch. He's got that sweet, sweet money. What do you think for Jet Li? Well, he said that sweet, sweet lethal weapon for money. Uh, I'm going to go, ooh, I'm going to go $150 million. 250 million. All right, look at that. It's only a matter of time, by the way, before we do Lethal Weapon 4. Yeah, it kind of is. 
Yeah. Um, next up, Jason Statham. He's got that sweet, sweet, soon to be released Meg to the trench money. So excited for that. I, really, I wish I, I wish I got out to movies more because I would see that in the theater. I love I love the Meg. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, the last thing I saw in the theaters was a couple weeks ago. New Mission Impossible. Fucking great. I still need to see that. Damn it. Fucking I, great. I Anyways. Anyway. Uh, okay. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Statham. A few times he's been on the sure. podcast. He's got that sweet, sweet, handsome Rob money because uh, we just did we just did the Italian job. But that movie's so just- good. Just, just did is we just did it. Just did as far as terms of release episodes in real time. It was what like two months ago, probably longer. But the point is, it's a great movie. I still think about it sometimes. Uh, yeah, I'll go hundred million, ninety million. So okay. close. You know what? The Meg Two is going to put him over that 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 century mark. Uh, next up, your boy Jean Claude Van Damme. Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet. We've done way too many movies with no, him. No, we've done way too not enough movies. So I will guess double team the one with Dennis Rodman in it. Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet money. What do you What do you think? He's got that sweet, sweet Jean Claude Van Johnson money. <laughs> okay, His Amazon TV show that lasted. <laughs> just stop. Guess the money. I don't want to get guess into the it. Money? Okay, I'll go fifty million. Ooh, forty million. You're like so I'm close. Like, I'm ten million off for everybody. Yeah. I feel like. Next up, Randy Couture. He's got that there's sweet. More? There's three more. Okay. Next up is uh, Randy Couture. He's got that sweet, sweet. Uh, we saw him beat Tim Sylvia. Oh, you bastard! bring up at a, at a UFC pay per view in Columbus, Ohio. Money. What do you think for Randy Couture? Uh, I don't even have a sweet, sweet. He's got that sweet, sweet Expendables, Expendables one money. One money. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll go. Oh, see, the, the, it's the MMA money. It's hard to say. I'll go seventy million. Seven million dollars. Oh wow! So he got screwed <laughs> on that affliction deal. Uh, okay, Liam Hensworth. He's got that sweet, sweet. Uh, used to be married to Miley Cyrus. Money. What do you think for Liam Hensworth? Hens- he's, he's got that sweet, sweet uh, Hunger Games money, um, which we're going to cover at some point. Yes. Wait, what, that was Liam Hemsworth in, in the Hunger Games movies, right? It was correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll go eh, ten million. Seven? No, sorry, I was I was about to tell you Randy Couture's again. He has twenty eight million dollars. Wow, beating out Randy Couture, man. Yeah, the market for uh, affliction must have really fell out. <laughs> and then finally, this is basically the whole podcast. Finally, a man that we've covered a million times, uh, Sylvester Stallone. He's got that sweet, sweet. Tango and cash money. That's what I'm going with. What do you think for Sylvester Stallone? He's got that sweet, sweet, one of the few movies I haven't, wasn't here to cover on the podcast, Throw Mama from the Train Money. No. Uh, it's Oscar? Stop Mama, Stop Stop Mama, Mama Shoot? Whatever. He's not even in Throw Mama from the Train. That's Billy Crystal and Danny DeVito. You want to know why I don't know that? Because I wasn't there to cover the movies. And the mom from The Goonies. This is for telly. Whatever. Uh, stop or my mom will shoot. shoot. It doesn't matter. You want to know why? Because he's got a shit ton of money. And he's at the new reality show. I'm going to go $500 million. $400 million. Wow. Should have said he's got that sweet, sweet Tulsa King. <laughs> Tulsa? Uh, hey, did you ever watch that? I started watching it, and I didn't think it was too bad, and then I never finished it. So, huh. so clearly it wasn't that good. Yeah, maybe. Uh, okay, so now uh, I don't know if you forgot, but this is the part where you talk about the director and writer. Hold on, no Chris Carpenter. We're not doing Chris Carpenter. Oh, I didn't look up. I, <laughs> I thought I had looked up enough. So, uh, what are we doing? Oh, Simon West. Yeah, so directed by Simon West, who has directed a lot of things. He directed Con Air, The Mechanic, um, Laura, one of the Laura Croft movies. Um, he's done a lot of uh, other like assistant directing and stuff like that. He does a lot of, a lot of action stuff. Um, okay. And as far as the screenwriter goes, you know, it's Stallone. He's writing it, writing this movie again with uh, Richard Wank, who wrote the first movie and uh, the equalizer and stuff like that. Oh, which by the way, we got, we got to do the equalizer. I've still never seen that. Oh God. So good. Yeah. One of, one of the things we talked about doing now, we can talk about like, we're not doing, official theme ones is remember we were going to do a denzel washington one yeah so we could do that and man on fire yeah i haven't seen man on fire oh it's pretty good pretty good anyways sorry what about music i don't I'm, we we had this debate we about need, we don't need to do music we're fine it's Wait, brian taylor yeah. brian tyler okay. sorry 
He did. Guess what he did? The Expendables won. <laughs> All right. I have uh, two taglines for you. You ready for them? Yeah. The first one, back for war. Yeah, that's uh, about right. And then the next one, what most people call hell, they call the retirement home. That's a, okay. Which is like, I don't know. Like, I don't, it's like, like yes, the loan's old and Dolph Lundgren, Dolph Lundgren is old. And I know Statham's older than you think. I think like he looks younger, but then he's actually in his 50s. But like, how, how old is Terry? I guess Terry Crews is kind of old too. How old do you think Terry Crews is? Probably late 50s. Looking it up now, his age now is 54, but this movie was oh, like 10, 10 years ago. Yeah, so he was in his 40s. So, anyways, um, those are the only taglines for uh, this film. It didn't now, really need taglines. You just had to show a picture of the movie, and it was, it was, it was, you were good. Now, is there anything else, as is customary in the podcast, as I'm getting back into the flow, that you would like to talk about before we go through the plot of The Expendables? Um, <clears throat> did I see, do I know anything noteworthy that we need to discuss? Not really. I, I know Stallone had the idea for this movie before the first one was even released. Um, and I, heard, I, I, I think they said that they, um, they knew that they were going to make this like before the first one, even like they filmed it. So they had to like re because originally Dolph Lundgren was supposed to get killed off right. in the first one. So they, like, I guess decided they were going to make a sequel before that, so they ended up rewriting it so he lived. Remember, yeah. he tries to kill him all throughout that movie, and then at the end it's like, hey, we're buddies again. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's real weird at the end. It didn't, <laughs> make, it didn't make a whole lot of sense until you see this one and realize that, oh, he's back, and they kind of redeem him over the course of the next couple movies. Um, but, yeah, and, and originally they were shooting for a PG-13 rating for this one because that was – it's rumored that that was the stipulation to have Chuck Norris in it is uh -huh. he wanted to make it PG 13. And so they were going to take out a bunch of swearing, which there really isn't a whole lot of swearing in this. No. Um, well, they, I, 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 they made the third one and that's PG 13. Right. Right. But this one ended up being our anyway. And so then they went back and were like, okay, well, I guess we'll just add some decapitations and we'll just really go make it R. And added a bunch of extra like CGI blood and all kinds of extra stuff at the end. Which, by the way, remember how there's a fourth one coming out yeah. pretty soon? I know, you know, I've and, never seen all of the third one. And I'm looking at the cast of the uh, fourth one. And it's interesting to me that it's like Randy, uh, not Randy Couture, but uh, Sylvester Stallone is way down on the list. I'm like, well, I wonder if they're going to like kill him off in this fourth one or something. I think, uh, from what I gathered, he's taking over the role of what Mickey Rourke was in the first one. Because, like, not to get too much into it, but the, the fourth one, the top cast, Jason Statham, 50 Cent, Megan Fox, Dolph Lundgren, Tony Jaa, uh, the dude that was the star of, uh, uh, what was that movie you watched where they go up the building and they... Oh, the uh, the raid, Iku Uasis or whatever. That's not even close, but yes. And then like Randy Couture and then a couple other people, Andy Garcia and then Sylvester Stallone. So yep. I keep forgetting that that's like coming out soon. Yep. Well, I don't know. Maybe not soon. As we speak, well, there's right. still that there's still that writers and actors strike. So a lot of movies are getting delayed back, right? because studios are like, oh, crap, we're not going to have anything to put out. So um but anyways, what were we talking about? How did I start talking about the fourth one? Uh, we were talking about um, the third one. and Oh, the third one. Yeah, the third one, which uh, if Tush would hear, he'd tell you that he loves. He doesn't like it at all, but he loves the fact that Mel Gibson is in it. Also, that one does have Wesley Snipes, and he's awesome in it. And, and Harrison Ford. And, and Antonio Banderas is great in it, too. Yep. So. I, haven't, I haven't seen it. I've seen like it's, parts of it. it. It's weird. He, like... It's like part of the plot, and we'll cover it at some point. He's like, I got to get like younger people for the Expendables, and he gets like Ronda Rousey and this dude who's like only tailing is riding an air bike or something. So, um, yeah. Uh, anyways, okay. How about we get into the plot of the Expendables sure. too? Uh, since we spent two hours covering the networks, um, this movie starts off in Nepal. Uh, we see a dude. He's tied to a chair. He's got a hood over his head, uh, and he's getting beat up. We don't know who he is. Then uh, cut to the Expendables showing up uh, in some, like, Fury Road-looking vehicles. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I was kind of questioning. I was like, did they 
build these vehicles themselves? Like straight up they... A team style. They showed up and they sent Face Man to go get some uh, <laughs> sheet metal, and then they found some guns and BA welded them together for him. It's really funny because that's exactly what I thought it was like A team when they like they have like the makeshift like battering ram and uh-huh. like all the stuff. I mean, it's really cool, but it was kind of funny. Uh, also, uh, I do have a note that mentions that I still hate that they go with the digital blood in this movie. Yeah, uh, and sometimes it's very obvious, and at this beginning scene was very obvious uh, that it was the digital blood, uh, and, and they kill uh, a lot of people. Uh, also, at one point, Stallone crashes a motorcycle into a <laughs> helicopter. Yes, uh, which he's not riding; he just somehow <laughs> sends it, and it goes completely straight and crashes into the. A helicopter and takes it out. Um, uh, so they're they're going to the compound. I like how they find an excuse for uh, Jet Li to have a hand to hand combat. Like it's like, oh, his guns like out of bullets or like uh, jammed or something. So he's got to like fight guys with like pots and pans. Yeah, I figured. Um, I, I I get the feeling they had to, they didn't shoehorn it in, but they, you know, they had because they did the same thing with Statham and the knife fight at the end. Yeah, but that was a little more organic that's because, true. like, they had established that uh, him and Scott Atkins were, had, like, big knife fetishes. Yeah, so. which I got a whole thing about. In the next movie we cover, I'm going to get to it, but clearly Scott Atkins is a knockoff Jason Statham. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Are we doing another Scott Atkins movie? I may have mentioned it already. Uh, okay. Uh, so it turns out that Arnold... Uh, was the dude under the hood trench i think is his name in the series yeah uh and he was there trying to save a chinese billionaire uh but he he got caught and they're like where's your team and they're like they're waiting for me and i'm like so did he go in by himself anyways uh and he's like i need a gun uh and they make him uh, he uh, Stallone, Terry yeah terry Cruz, that sweet like gun that he has in the first that one cannon i don't know what exactly it is but that's still uh, one of my favorite parts of the first movie where he shows up and is just like blowing people up with that gun. He's like, remember that shit come Christmas. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> their, their escape route from the compound involves like the world's largest zip line, which I guess maybe is like power lines to the compound. I think so. I think <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. But it seems like it's just a zip line that goes on forever and somehow it's conveniently always downhill. So they keep yeah. moving. So they're good. Uh, remember when uh, in real life when we went zip lining? I do. I, it was hard to forget. Uh, and you heard you balls. Yeah. The, the first thing they told us was uh, make sure you adjust the harness correctly so you don't crush your nether regions. And the first thing I did was crush my nether regions. <laughs> we were. Um, what was the longest like like line in the whole course? And LPJ goes and didn't adjust his thing, and he's just like he's going across the thing, and he screams, "My ball!" Yeah. <laughs> and he, and he gets to the other side, and uh, we don't we don't hear what he says. We we laterly find out that uh, me and former guest Devin find out that he they thought he dropped his phone, and they were like, "Your phone?" And he goes, "No, my balls." <laughs> yeah. And then everybody uh, had a good laugh except me, yeah. who was one of my favorite. One of my favorite stories. Balls. Anyways. Uh, so then Liam Neeson is there. Liam Neeson. Nope, he was not there. I don't know what movie you saw. Expendables <laughs> 4, apparently. Was Liam Neeson not in the Expendables movie? Um, Liam Hemsworth is there, and he's a sniper. Um, and then this, uh, then this like zipline thing turns into a boat chase for a while. And then the boat chase, they get off the boat and they're on jet skis. And I'm like, why didn't they just get on the jet skis or stay on the boat? I don't know. Yeah, well, and, um, and then in the meantime, Statham and uh, and uh, Stallone. Stallone go and get the plane. Like, yeah, they get the how, plane. I feel like they drove really far to get there from the plane. But they I, I managed have, to make it to the plane in time to pick up the guys from the. I have a big question, by the way, about like the planning and, and kind of how the expendables do things later on. I'll, I'll save it All for right. when we get to it. Um, so anyways, they end up saving them. They drive the jet skis uh, onto the, onto the plane. Yeah. Right through the uh, back. Yeah. So then um, they, they're like, Oh, we, we can't land in China. So Jet Li has to parachute out with the billionaire guy. That's it. Jet Li, not the movie anymore. <laughs> Actually, I mean, that's one of the things I was reading is most of his stuff was with like all of his fight scenes 
were filmed in China in between shoots of the other movie he was in the middle of filming. So the only scene they actually filmed with him was the one on the plane where he jumps out the bottom of the plane. Well, yeah, so he's not in anymore. Uh, then they're back hanging out at the bar, which I had to say, I, I have a note that literally says, like, the best thing in this movie is that Mickey, Ro- Mickey Rooney. Yeah, Mickey Rooney, also not in this movie, which is crazy <laughs> to think that Mickey Rooney would be in The Expendables 2. Biggest Mickey, star in the world at one point, not in The Expendables 2, surprisingly. Mickey York. Get him. Mickey, Mickey York. Mickey which... York, also Mickey York from Fox Sports Detroit, also not in this movie. Mickey York was probably covering a Tigers game. I don't know, maybe a Pistons game. I'm not sure. But he definitely was also not in this movie. Mickey Rourke, however, was at one point attached to this film, but dropped out right at the beginning. You going to make it? How much have you had to drink tonight? That's not the problem. The problem It's the hiatus, isn't it? We've been off a little while. You're a little rusty. It's okay. Well, like... I think the problem is is that I abbreviate people's names in my notes, and I just wrote MR, and for some reason I was like, oh, yeah, Mickey Rooney. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, the R's not right. Okay. You good? I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna not get editing that. any of this out. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to start editing like 200 and whatever it is episodes in? No. Um, so uh, there's a plot point they introduce. They're hanging out at the bar that Jason Statham is engaged to Charisma Carpenter, why it's in this movie i don't know they kind of lean into it a little bit that she calls him a lot and asks him a lot of questions but then they drop it and there's no point for it to be introduced at all in no and as far as i know she's not even in the next one right i don't think so um but it's been a long time since i've seen the third one um uh, i have a note that says uh lbj should start wearing leather vests <laughs> With no shirt underneath, like Terry Crews in the scene. I was thinking about it. it. You know, I had a leather vest, and I started wearing it around the house, um, but I didn't shave my chest, so the zipper kept getting caught in my chest here. Oof. Um, Not great. Uh, Lee, Liam Liam Hensworth is like, "Hey, Stallone, I'm going to talk to you," and basically he's like, "Hey, I want to leave." Uh, I, I, you know, I thought this was life. This life was for me. It's not. Uh, I want to go back to my girlfriend. They telegraph so hard that Liam Hensworth is going to get killed. Uh, it's not even funny. Spoiler alert, Liam Hensworth is going to get killed in like 10 yeah. minutes, but they and telegraph actually, it. The reason why he gets killed in this movie is because Mickey Rourke left the movie. He was supposed to be the one to get killed when he oh. when he ditched him and, and decided not to do the movie. They're like, all right, well, we got to kill somebody. Guess well, it's the new guy. Because I think I saw they said originally, like in the original script, like, Liam Hensworth character was in the first one. Right. But then they ended up changing it. And then he was like, Hey, come back for the second one. Yep. Um, so then, uh, uh, Sly talks to Bruce Willis and he's mad, uh, about the events of the first movie because they killed, uh, who's the bad guy in the first movie? Shit. I can't even remember. Was it, it was a CIA guy. Yeah. But was it James Woods? I don't remember. Uh, anyways, um, so he's kind of like, hey, uh, if you don't do this job for me, I'm going to send you and the Expendables to jail. Uh, so he's like, okay, what's the job? And he's like, we want you to go and get this thing that's in a safe in a crashed plane. Uh, and they're sending this lady with you because she's the only one that can open the safe because the safe has a lot of... Um, it was Eric Roberts. Uh, Eric Roberts. Uh, so in the safe has a lot of like safeguards. So this lady's coming to uh, open the safe and he has a brief meeting with her. And I'm like, man, everybody in this movie rides a motorcycle. Uh, it's just a fact. Um, Dude, everyone rides a motorcycle and then they all want to have sex with her. It's true. Everyone they all, does. They yes. all want to sleep. Yeah. Except for, and she just wants the bones to so lie. Yeah, which is weird. I feel like of all the choices there, he might be, low on the list for me if you so let's just be clear if you were doing uh mary buck kill the expendables who are you who are you picking uh i probably marry terry cruz okay i feel like i feel like he'd be nice to just hang out with all day okay uh and then state them totally yeah yeah and then as far as killing um probably jet lee 
Oh, I wasn't gonna say I was on board with you, but then you pick Jet Li to he's kill. Short. Him. He's short, and I feel like he could he could really kick my ass. So I figure, you know. All right. Well, everybody in the Discord, let us know your Mary F kill of the Expendables. It'll be great. Uh, okay. So uh, they're on the plane trip. Uh, Liam Hemsworth tells this long story about why he left the army again like i'm not gonna get into the story but he left he left the army army and he's clearly gonna get killed uh they find the plane crash maggie who's the lady that they brought with them uh she trips the detonator trying to open the safe but luckily she ends up getting it open i like that they bring terry cruz in just to like like stallone and statham are holding one side of this like spring-loaded door open and terry cruz is holding the other side in uh all by himself uh, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I got a good pump in, like he says afterwards, which I like. Um, so Liam Hensworth, he gets captured by Jean-Claude Van Damme and his crew. Yeah, they send him They send him kind of ahead to go. Well, I think, I think like, they're, while they're in the oh, wreck, that's right. he's, kind, he's, of, he's, in the, he's yeah. kind of, like, out, like, checking the perimeter. And he gets caught by JCVD and his crew, who are the Sangs. Yes. That's what they're called, their gang. Uh, really, the only one of note is Scott Atkins, who is yep. I think Hector is his name, but he's Correct. like his right hand man, uh, and he's got a he's got a goat tattoo on his neck. JCVD does. I think they all they do all actually. Do. Yeah, That's their thing. Um, so Scott Atkins and Jason Statham like immediately have beef because <laughs> he's supposed because they're like, hey, give us the case or what you got out of the safe, or we're gonna kill uh, Liam Hensworth. And they're like, okay, fine, we'll give it over. And they have a they have a beef about like he wants him to hand him the case, but he drops in the ground. I don't know. Uh, clearly, they're gonna fight again at the end of the movie. Clearly. Um. So, uh, JC JCVD Jesus, uh, he says he's not gonna kill anyone, but then he ends up killing Liam Hensworth by roundhouse kicking uh, Stallone's knife into his heart. Yeah, it's, it was <laughs> a very JCVD move. It's the roundhouse kick something into somebody's heart. Yes. Um, so afterwards, Stallone's like, Hey, what was in, what was in that, uh, case? What, what did we get out of the safe? And it was like blueprints for a mine. And apparently this mine had five tons of weapons grade plutonium in it. And JCVD is trying to find a plutonium so he could sell it and make a lot of money. Yep. Um, uh, I, I, <laughs> maybe my, not my favorite part of the movie, but I love this part. Cause they have like a little bit of a funeral for Liam Hensworth mm-hmm. and like he reads out loud like the letter that he he had written to his girlfriend uh and I, I just I love the part where Statham's like hey what's the plan and Stallone's just like track him find him kill, kill him. him that's it yep um so uh back to JCVD he's got all these prisoners working in the mine um yeah basically what he's doing is um he already had an idea it was in the mine. He just didn't know exactly where. So the blueprints were going to help him out. So he'd right. already started taking people from na- neighboring villages and forcing them to work in this uh, in these mines. He, he said, all right, you know, he fooled them by telling them he was going to pay them. Yeah. Uh, and then when they get there, it's essentially just slave labor. And when they fall, he just kills them. So um, this is where I have a little bit of confusion. Okay. So... They land the plane. They they find a truck. They all get in the truck. They drive to this bar. Um, they they beat up this guy in a mesh. This, a bunch of guys, but they beat up a guy in a big guy in a mesh shirt. Which I think you should start wearing mesh shirts too. That is yeah, an actual note that, that I wrote. That instead of that, you know, um, I, try to, I imagine that'll get caught, not get caught in my chest here. So so then they find out where the sayings are, and then Sly's like, "Hey, stay them. Go back to the plane and get all our weapons." And later, and he does. And later yeah. on, when he shows up with the weapons, they just load them into the truck that they were already in. So my question is, why didn't they bring the weapons in the first place? I don't know. <laughs> like, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't really know, like, because yeah. it, it's really inconsequential to anything. Statham doesn't, it doesn't, think, he doesn't accomplish I, anything. I think the only reason... And it doesn't make sense if you think about it too much. I think the only reason it's set up is so that they won't have any weapons and you can introduce Chuck Norris in the way that they do. Yeah, probably. I guess that makes sense. But if you think about it in any kind of reality, it's like, yeah, he gets the weapons and then they just put them in the truck they already have. So they could have easily just taken them with them in the first place. But anyways. Okay. So where are we at? Uh, Okay. 
they pull up to this old Soviet base uh, and it looks like an American city. And they were like, hey, they used to have like drills. It's like the Soviets were going to like invade the U.S. So it's like whole street fronts and it's got like a raised pizza and all this yeah. stuff. Which I think, um, I think that's actually the same sets they used in um, or similar sets they used in um, The Last of Us TV show. Oh, fair enough. Um, so they, they hang out and raise pizza for a while. Uh, the Maggie character, they establish she definitely wants to bone Sly. Oh, big time. Uh, they, they don't bone. Um, I also like, there's one point where Sly's, Sly, Sly, it's been a while since you did the podcast. Yep. So Sly tells everyone to go to sleep, right? He's like, all right, get some shut eye. And he like, but then like the next, the next scene, he's like awake to sitting in a, in a, like, uh, uh, booth smoking a stogie and it's like he told everyone to go to bed but he's just sitting there like oh, somebody had to stay awake for watch uh uh so <laughs> this is i'm laughing because they wake up in the morning uh and, and like they're having coffee and whatever and the like terry cruz walks outside the building to oh, hold uh, on. it just occurred to me they didn't bring any weapons but terry cruz brought us coffee pot yeah, he, and he's like, I can't remember what he's making, but they're all eating, like, rations, and he's, like, making something, and he's like, yeah, yeah it, it doesn't make sense. But then, so then, like, he walks out the, walks out of the building, he's drinking his coffee, and he sees there's all these armed soldiers. He runs back in the building. I can't remember the joke he makes, but he makes a joke, Yep. and then he's like, everybody get down. Yeah. And I'm like, baby, say get down instead of making the joke. Yeah, I, that's. I had a real hard time with that aspect of it. I felt like they really shoehorned in a lot of comedy in yeah. inappropriate places. Yeah, I like, wish I would have wrote down because what the what the joke he makes is, but he definitely runs in, makes a joke, and then is like, "Get down!" and yeah. everyone dives and bendables. So um, they, they're trying to take out the bad guys, but because they didn't bring their weapons, they're running out of bullets, uh, and the bad guys have a tank. But then Chuck Norris shows up and oh, kills no. everybody. Then all of a sudden, bullets and rockets and everything rain down from the sky and yeah, completely course, wipe out this entire army. And then course, from around the corner. Of course, Chuck Norris is a rocket launcher. You've course, seen oh, Invasion USA. Obviously. Uh, and um, then from around the corner, it's revealed, here comes Chuck Norris. Right. And they never explain why he's there, right? No. Like He's like, oh, I have business here. They don't explain. And it doesn't, honestly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And then he's like, oh, I can't help. I can't stay and help you guys because I'm a lone wolf. Wolf. But then he fucking is there at the end again helping him out. So I, that's, I don't even know. But yeah. um, so then Statham shows back up with the weapons. Uh, they go to the village where the Sangs took all the men. Uh, and, and that's the they're the ones working in the mine. Like it's all the women left in the village and like the right. children. Um, and, and then we come back to the mine. They, cause they have the map. Now they find the plutonium. Um, the Sangs show back up at the village because JCVD had told them they need more men prior to finding the plutonium. Um, there's an insane bit too, where it's like, okay, the expendables are going to help kill these things. But like the whole bit where Statham dresses up as a priest yeah. in the church it's like so unnecessary. There's so much of this movie that is completely unnecessary. That do you do you remember what he says in the church before he starts killing uh, all those guys? Somebody dearly beloved were gathered here. Something, something to something. I don't he, remember. He says, "By the power oh, vested in me, I now pronounce you man and knife." There it is. <laughs> and then he starts. Just throwing knives and killing all the guys. Um, and, and then I like, so the Expendables, they kill all the sayings that show up in the village. But I, I, I actually legit laughed out loud the part where Stallone's like, that's the last one. And they all, they all just them. shoot the guy. <laughs> it's like, like they just explodes. <laughs> yeah. I legit laughed at that so part. Did I, I really, so did I. That really made me laugh. Um, so now that they have all the um, plutonium, uh, JCVD, he tells Scott Atkins, he's like, kill all the workers. We can't have any loose ends. Uh, the Expendables are like, hey, they have a lot of weapons. How are we getting into the mine? 
Uh, their ultimate decision is to take the plane and crash it into the mine. Yeah, um, like literally fly it into the tunnel of the mine and break the wings off. Yes, and crash it into the into the mine itself. So um, they they end up saving the workers, but they themselves get trapped in the mine. Uh, and there's that funny little bit where uh, Dolph Lundgren's like, because they establish, like in real life, that he's a really smart guy. Yeah, and um, he has a chemical. He has a master's degree in chemical engineering and all that stuff. And he's like, oh, I can use some gunpowder and I can like blow up um, the whatever it the is. Rock the, the rock break, yeah, break themselves out. But it, there's this whole thing and it doesn't work. But then Arnold shows up and saves them in like a like a digger that reminded me of those things. I know it's a thing in real life, but it reminded me of like um, uh, in Turtles, the Technodrome, like yeah. the little like things they took. Uh, and he shows up and I think he says, I'm back. He says it like 1,800,000 yes. times. <laughs> They go through every single catchphrase from everyone in these movies. I know, but I, I, I will say we're gonna we're gonna come to it in a minute here, but I do like the exchange that him and Bruce Willis have. I have to say, I can't lie, I like it. Wow. Um so Arnold saves him. Uh Bruce Willis shows up there too, and he's like, Hey, let's take down the Sangs. And I'm like, Okay, but why didn't either of you bring more men with you? Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just them. It's just the two of them. It's just the two of them. Literally. And, um, and I don't even think they brought weapons with them. Maybe not. I don't know. Arnold still has, seemingly still has Terry Crews' gun from the beginning of the movie. That's true. Uh, um, so they go to the airport where uh, JCVD is going to try and fly the plutonium out, and they just basically shoot the shit out of his convoy when they show up. Oh, yeah. They literally just stand there in the middle of the road and start firing at him. And then they're in the airport... Um, and I'd say like it is pretty cool just seeing like Stallone, Arnold, yeah. and Bruce Willis just mowing down people together. Um, uh, Chuck Norris ends up he's a lone wolf, lone wolf McQuaid, uh, but he's there at the airport too, shooting a bunch of people as well. Yep. Um, uh, they kill so many people. There's so many. Yeah, sayings. I think the final body count was like 418 or something. So this is the part that I know is kind of lame, but I actually really like. So like Bruce Willis and Arnold, they're like pinned down uh, and, and they're trying to figure out how to get out of there. And Arnold's like, I'll be back. And Bruce Willis is like, you've been back enough. I'll be back. And then uh, Arnold goes, yippee guy, yay yay. It's, it was awful. <laughs> this entire, the dialogue for this entire section of the film is so bad because it's just callbacks to every catchphrase and tagline that all of them have ever had. Well, don't forget too. Cause then like uh, when Chuck Norris shows up, Arnold's like, who's next? Rambo. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> stupid. I hate, I hate the dialogue in most of this movie. Um, so then like conveniently they establish in a shot that there's like a really tiny car in the airport. So Bruce Willis shows back up with the tiny car, and then him and Arnold are driving around in the airport in the tiny car. Yeah, but first people. Arnold rips the door off like he did in uh, Total Recall. <laughs> um, so they're driving around killing people. The Expendables are all killing people. Chuck Norris is killing people. Um, I, I really enjoyed the scene where Chuck Norris throws the guy into like the x-ray thing and is shooting yeah, him while he's, while he's going through the x-ray. Uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, so then we get a uh, showdown between um, Scott Atkins and oh. Jason Statham that they set up. It's pretty sweet. A lot of knives involved. It is uh, pretty and cool. And you know, it's inter- it's neat seeing two actors who are actually trained martial artists. Yeah. Fight because it's them. Like it's not. I'm sure they had stunt doubles at some points, but I mean, you can tell it's them doing the majority of the fighting. Right. And much like the movie we're going to talk about next week, there's a lot of people doing their own yeah. fight scenes. Uh, and I think he wins the fight by pushing Scott Atkins' face into the propeller of Alex. Yeah. Oh, okay. we should probably mention all the fight choreography was done by Chad Stalski, who is the uh, director and co-creator of the John Wick series. Nice. Nice. Uh, okay. So Scott Atkins gets killed. Uh, then Stallone has a prolonged fight with... Um, uh, uh, JCVD, JCVD, pretty good fight. Um, Actually, that was one of the other things I wanted to bring up. Um, in the original script, it was a much shorter fight, and JCVD didn't like it and was like, let me rewrite this. And Stallone's yeah. like, yeah, okay. So he rewrote the entire fight scene, and it's actually 
considering it's, you know, JCVD, who is a trained martial artist, but kind of has a limited moveset now that he's older, uh, versus Stallone, who is just kind of a boxer. Yeah. It, it was still a pretty solid ending fight scene. Like, I, I, you, you got your money's worth, I think. Yes. I, I like the fight, and I like that when he finally kills uh jcvd stabs him with a knife his knife that he killed liam henzer the yep. i like that after he kills him he spits on him which i thought was yeah. a nice touch, a good touch. That, he, that he dies and he's like and just hawks a big loogie on him um and, and then like there's kind of a scene where they're wrapping up you know and 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 like uh uh, Bruce Willis is like, hey, I got you and the little rascals. He keeps calling the Expendables the little rascals. He's like, I got you guys in a, a new plane. Uh, they drop the money and the letter off to Billy's girlfriend, and they all share a uh, beer in the plane, and that's the end. That's it. Yep. Expendables save the day. They do indeed. Okay. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, please. I was just going to say, do you have any uh, role reversals? Not a specific role reversal, but there were talks for um, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage to be in this. Um, but just due to scheduling conflicts, they couldn't. They both said, yes, they would do it. But just for scheduling conflict reasons, they couldn't couldn't be in it. They couldn't get their face off. There, there it is. Uh, but that would have been interesting to see. Like, I would imagine one of them would have been the villain. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Just, I really like I really like JCVD as a villain. That was in this. the thing I was going to bring up. I think he's a great villain in this, and acting wise, that's probably one of the best jobs he's ever done. I I like him, and I like Scott Atkins as yeah. his like like right hand henchman in this. Yep, and that's actually what's crazy about that is one of the reasons why Scott Atkins got into martial arts is because of watching the Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. So his hero growing up was JCVD. Okay. Um, so it's right. interesting to see them together. I guess they've been in like three or four other movies together too. Um, I saw this is the first movie Stallone, not Stallone, uh, Schwarzenegger did after being governor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and that they only had um, four days to shoot with Stallone because he was making that Last Stand movie. No, you mean Schwarzenegger. Ah, dang it. Why do I get him confused so much? I don't know. Um, but he was making that movie, The Last Stand, which I've never seen, but I've always kind of wanted to. I heard it was good. Did you read the thing they said about, like, the, the, they, they, I don't know if they filmed it or they're going to with the tennis player was going to make the cameo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, Djokovic, uh, Djokovic, right? Djokovic, yeah, made a cameo. They, f- I think they filmed it and it got cut. Uh, they're like going to kill yeah. somebody in the airport with a tennis racket. Right, right. Yeah, but the scenes were cut from the film. There it is right there. Um, any, anything else you want to mention? Uh, no, nothing really. I mean, Donnie Yen was offered a role, but turned it down. Um, let's see. Jackie Chan was offered a role. I heard um, that he wanted to do it, but he, would, right, he, but couldn't, he couldn't because of scheduling. Filming, yeah. He was filming CZ 12, which I don't know what that is. Some movie he did. Um, uh, Michael Bean and Michael Perret were considered, but uh, couldn't be in it. Um, that's really about it. This is the best reviewed of the of the Expendables movies. Uh, I can see that. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Other than that, I'm, I'm good. We can just get right into Radiant. How you feel about that? Right. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Okay. Uh, how you want to do this? We go first. Or second. Why don't you go first? Sure. Um, I really like this movie. Like, I, I certainly liked it a lot better this time around than the first time. And I think the first time, I, for whatever reason, I was just distracted watching it. Um, th- look, the dialogue's god-awful. Like, it's not very good. <laughs> and most That's of the, the same per- with the first one, though. It is, yeah, but you come to expect it. And most of the performances are bad, with the exception of, um, like, uh, Statham's great in this. He's really good in this. Same mm-hmm. thing with JCVD and Scott Adkins. Like, they're all really good in this. Yeah. And there's scenes where Stallone is good, but there's also scenes where he's horrible in this I movie. Think, I think Terry Crews in this. Oh, Terry Crews defi- We definitely did mention his character's name is Hale Caesar. It really is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Terry Crews is good in this, too. He doesn't have a very big part, but he's good. No, bigger um, than he has in the third one. That's true. And you know what? Even Randy Couture delivered his lines pretty well. 
Yeah. And they, they still make a decent amount of jokes about his cauliflower ear in they this do. one. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, I mean, there's a lot of action in it. There's a couple kind of lulls in the movie um, that are not, you know, it could, be, it could have been tightened up a little bit more. But yeah. other than that, I enjoyed this movie. I would absolutely watch it again. Uh, I'm going to go three machine guns with it. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, I think I'm right in line with you. Uh, I, I like this one a lot. Uh, and despite what Tush thinks, Tush says, I might actually like it more than the first one. Yeah, I do. Um, and I don't remember what I gave the first one, but yeah, I agree. I, I really like JCVD as a villain. I can't think of anything else where you get to see him play the villain. Uh, and he's really uh, good in it. Uh, uh, double team or not double team. Uh, Double impact. Double impact. Thank you. He's not a villain in that. He's, he's, he's like an evil twin brother and a good twin brother. Well, but anyways, like, and he's really like, obviously he's hamming it up big time. But like, that's what this movie calls for you. Yeah. This movie is not like this franchise is not subtle, right? Like, it's it, there's no subtlety. There's no you know like subtext. It's all like right there in your face. But he is relishing in it. He's eating the scenery chewing it up and it's great um i i you know like maybe i wish there was more gently in it that's kind of a bummer uh but i love terry cruz i like couture i like how they use uh dolph lundgren in this one um yeah it's just a lot of fun and yeah it's dumb but i mean it's kind of like what it's supposed to be like an ode to those like 80s 90s action movies and it succeeds on that front so i'll i'll give it the same as you i'll give it three machine guns Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I will say this. Yes, I love JCVD. I get it. And you're going to hear me say it a lot. But as far as like villains go, I think he's a very effective villain, like in general. Yeah. God, I feel like we've done like 12 JCVD movies on the podcast now. Probably. God dang. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure we have. I mean, I could name them all, I'm sure. Or get yeah, we don't, we, don't, we don't have to get into that. Yeah. Uh yeah so so yeah you're 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 I, I am lockstep with you. Cool Good movie you should see it and I did definitely liked it better than the first one. Yeah I I feel like anyone that regularly listens to the podcast has probably seen this movie. Sure, but if you haven't, definitely see us, see it, uh, and definitely get on the Discord and tell us who you would marry. F kill of the Expendables. Yep, mm-hmm. that's very important. Sure. If you take anything away from this episode, that's what you should take away from it. Absolutely. That's, you know, and that's the perfect place. The Discord is the perfect place for a conversation like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Anything else we want to wrap up with? No, it's good to be back. You know, it's, it's good. It's, yeah. You know, like, I feel like we didn't, I mean, you can tell us on the Discord, but I feel like we didn't miss a step too much for it being two months since we recorded one of these. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's always fun to get on here and talk about movies with you. I wish Tush could have been here for this, but. Um, we have one in mind coming up that I know the Tush will want to do. So, uh, well, he wanted to do this, but he just couldn't be here. Yeah, he just couldn't be here. But, um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's good to be back. It's good to be here talking about movies, and I'm glad you know we're we're still here. We haven't gone away yet. So that's yep. all I got to say. Oh, and, um, good. I just I want to plug Tubi as always. Of course, of course. Uh, Tubi is uh, this movie was not on Tubi. Like I said, I had to buy it. Uh, but Tubi does have a lot of great content. Um, and like Pluto TV, they have a channel that just shows uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 all the time. So uh, there you go. Anyways, over to you. Sure. Uh, so speaking of Discord, you should join our Discord. Hmm. You know, We've had a couple people sign up recently wondering where we were. Because <laughs> you know what? if you want information about what's happened to us in the show, Discord is the best place. Um, I posted a little something on Instagram, but in general, Discord is going to be your best spot for information about the show uh, because, you know what, uh, uh, social media platforms come and go. Just look at Twitter. Uh, and what, <laughs> X? You X, mean X? The remnants of Twitter, whatever that is. Um, yeah, so Discord, it's not going anywhere. Uh, check us out there. That's where we announce kind of everything. And yeah, that's it. Go to GameZillaMedia.com and go to the Discord tab and you can join Discord or just search Last Action Podcast and Discord and you'll find it. Our link will be there for you. We're everywhere. Cool. 
Uh, anything else? Any final thoughts? Anything else you want to plug? Uh, no, I, I think I plugged everything. And like I said, I'm just uh, happy to be back and talking movies with you. And yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad to be back too. Anyway, this episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated. But we'll be back. <laughs>